Welcome to Jessica Miles, the podcast, where each week we'll discuss my experiences as a professional spiritual medium, intuitive healer, and mentor. I'll be sharing what I've learned while developing as a psychic medium and facilitator of ancient healing modalities and much, much more. You were born with this innate ability to communicate and co-create with the unseen realms of the universe. This podcast is for those on a path of self-discovery and spiritual development, seeking grounded and practical tools to feel deeply rooted into spirit. I'm your host, Jessica Miles. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. I'm your host, Jessica Miles, and I have some fun announcements for you all. If this is your first time joining me, thank you so much. I'm excited to have you here. And for those of you who have been following along my journey of work, whether it be through this podcast, through personal one-to-one sessions or mentorships with me, or maybe you've been been sort of following along since my sister Allie and I had our podcast, um, the Align podcast. So welcome, 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 welcome back. I wanted to let you guys know I have a big announcement. On Thursday, we launched my brand new website and I could not be more thrilled about it. I feel so expanded in the energy and I look forward to having Rochelle on this podcast in the near future. I really like to highlight and showcase other humans. Um, I'm just going to say women in this moment because that's a majority of who I work with, um, but she's a mom and she has two little ones and she created this very spiritual and yet creative um, form of work for herself. And she used her intuition and her heart to navigate moving through some of the magic that I wanted to put out in the world. And it was such a seamless exchange of energy. And so for those of you who have ever worked creatively with another person, sometimes it's hard to get those, you know, visions across or express them in a way that can be received by someone who is handling all of your work. And there has never been a time where she did not align with what I wanted or what I needed. And I'm looking forward to having her on here very soon. She has some new offerings that she will be putting out into the world. I believe she said in early January. So I hope to have her on before then. Also, I'd love for you to check out the new website because we have some freebies on there. I have a um, past life regression meditation that I just recently added as a freebie for those of you who feel called to dive deeper into your practice at home. Um, It's a meditation practice that I absolutely love leaning into. It's a longer journey, um, very intentional and allows you to use your imagination to journey into the aspects of your soul. So I hope that you enjoy that as well. Some other announcements. I just recently uploaded a few pop-up dates uh, for those of you who are on my waitlist. 
And so I wanted to um, give some more details on how my waitlist works. So for those of you who have added your name to my waitlist, you will be like the first to know when pop-up sessions become available. They are specifically reserved for my waitlist and I will be going through my calendar and checking in with my energy. And if I feel like really abundant in my space, I will quickly notify my waitlist via email to go ahead and uh, snag those spaces. What I will say is that they're usually up for 24 to 48 hours and they usually go within minutes of me sending out the email. So if you've been patiently waiting on that wait list, I highly suggest that you pay attention to your emails from me personally, because I will be releasing um, two or three more dates for the month of December. And again, there's only going to be like two or three sessions at a time. It, it gets based on my energy and what's available on my calendar. Um, and so if you have been eager to work with me and are trying to, you know, be seen sooner than January, this would be an opportunity for you to do so, but you would have to be on my mailing list, um, for waitlist sessions. So go ahead and I will tag the link on how to access that and then show notes below. And I look forward to working with you in the future. This month has been a container that has been very deep. Um, I will be closing a in-person group led series that I have been holding space for, for three months now with some amazing women from the South Bay here where I live. And we will be wrapping up the last session. I believe today is Sunday. So on Wednesday, we'll be closing up that container and I will be releasing some energy that I've been holding on to myself as I hold space for others. Um, and so I'm really, really grateful to the women who felt so safe to reach out to me and ask me to gather, um, a group of seven to eight women and lead them through the process of my illuminate series for three months. I have to say that I have been loving doing these in-person circles. I don't know what it's going to look like moving forward. So far, I have been saying to spirit for years, I just want to show up. I just want to show up. And when I tell you that spirit is my publicist and is my manager, they know exactly how to keep me happy because that's exactly what happened with this lovely group of ladies. It's so have that um, one of the winners from the um, reviews happened to win a session with me. So when I first launched this podcast, I was doing a giveaway and one of the winners of that giveaway happened to be a mom local to my community here in Hermosa Beach. And after we had that exchange, um, she had reached out to me and asked if I would lead a group of women if she were to gather the group. And I was like, oh my God, how can I say no to this? This is exactly what I've been asking for. And it has been so expansive. And since then, I have had other people reach out to me saying, what if I create another container and we host it at someone's house? And I'm like, okay, great. I'm good with that. So We'll see what happens as we move into the new year. I've already had um, a couple people reach out 
Um, and there's a possibility that the container that I am holding space for and can getting ready to close, um, they would, um, are thinking about continuing into January, uh, for the first quarter of the year. And so that would be really fun too, if they continue to do that. Um, so if you're interested in my January mentorships, whether they be one-to-one or you have some curiosities about gathering a group mentorship, whether it be online or in person, please send me an email to um, jessicamiles at icloud.com for more information. I will always have payment plans available. And for the group containers, I like to keep them pretty intimate if they're in person. So like up to eight women, uh, depending on the size of the space, maybe 10. Uh, for online, we have obviously way more flexibility and the pricing for the online container will be a little bit cheaper than in person. So again, if you are curious, have more questions or just feel like you and I are supposed to be working together at some capacity, please reach out. I love to hear from you guys. I love working with other light workers and people who are ready to question everything and tap into the wisdom of their soul. So I am here for you for anything that you need. So in today's episode, I had a handful of people ask me a lot about my journey prior to me saying yes. A lot of people are often curious what my life looked like growing up. And I had the same questions when I was going through my own awakening. I was in a lot of denial of my gifts. And obviously when things were, you know, sort of turning up a bit, I was really looking for validation and some understanding from people who may have been doing this professionally for years and years. Um, Lots of questions because I just thought, how could someone like me have an ability like this? And why didn't I know it my entire life? So one of my early teachers had this incredible practice that I still lean on to this day. Um, A part of it included us creating a timeline of our life. And so I wanted to share that here because I feel like whenever we can sort of look in the rear view mirror and see how we have been supported, maybe we've been guided or we had been bumped along the way. It's a gentle reminder and a loving reminder that we have always been supported by the unseen. We have always been supported And I'm going to share with you a few instances in my life that I was able to look back at to see, okay, this was always destined for me to be doing this work. Uh, I might've taken a detour throughout my life. Absolutely. But I was lovingly nudged back onto the path throughout my lifetime and through different experiences that my soul chose to be a part of. I do appreciate that I fully awakened at the time that I did, because I think had I had wakened up um, a little bit earlier, maybe it would have been a bit more challenging for me, but who knows? I guess the soul knows what the soul wants, right? And so if you want to get cozy, I'm just going to take you through some timelines throughout my own life where I knew that something bigger was about to take place. So when I was in my late teens, so like 18 to 23-ish, I was in a long relationship. We were together for almost six and a half years. And all of a sudden, towards the end of our relationship, I got this strong desire to move. It came out of nowhere. 
And for those of you who have been following around my journey, you would know that my parents divorced when I was 18 years old. They both left California. I was to move in with this ex at the time with his grandmother, and they really took me in and showed me a life of, well, one love, but they taught me so much about the world and how to navigate and a lot of responsibility. It was really an incredible relationship. And all of a sudden I got this fire underneath my butt that I was to be out of that relationship, to move away from the hometown that I had grew up in and to begin to migrate towards the beach. Now, mind you, I didn't know anybody who lived at the beach, but it was this strong knowing in my body. I couldn't make sense of it. I didn't know how to like articulate it. I didn't know how I was going to afford it, but I just knew that the partner that I was with at that time, that we would not be married and that we would not have kids and that I was meant to go do something different. Now, I did, probably didn't handle that relationship ending in the best way. I was very immature. I think I was just like, at the time, very brutally honest and said, I can't do this and just sort of skedaddled. Um, but looking back in hindsight, that knowing was something way deeper than I could have ever imagined at that time. But I got the ping strong enough to actually make the move to close that relationship and to actually begin to migrate out of that valley and eventually moving to the beach, I think it was like a year and a half later. No, I don't even think it was a year. I think it was a year, a full year later. And so at the time when I had moved to be closer to the office that I was working at, um, I had reconnected with some old friends, friends that I had grew up with my whole life. My girlfriends and I were traveling back and forth to San Diego because I had family that lived there. And I was dating someone else at the time who had given me this book and a journal. And I remember thinking like, why is he giving me this book? <laughs> because I was not, there was, there was no part of me that was interested in reading at all. This person had this huge heart, heart of gold, sweetheart, like one of the kindest people you could ever meet. And I remember thinking at the time, like, why would you do this to me? <laughs> why would you give me this book? The book was called The Celestine Prophecy. If you don't know the book and you're on your spiritual journey, I highly suggest that you check it out. And I didn't understand it at the, at the time. I don't even think I even began reading it until much later, but I did have the journal and the book. And I didn't even realize that I had kept it with me for all these years until... I had my major awakening in 2017, but that was like a little blip saying, Hey, I know that you're going through a lot of changes in your life and it feels scary. Spirit was obviously working through some of the people that were really close to me to keep me on my path and to give me little winks and nudges on where my soul was meant to go. Around this time, I had decided to move to the South Bay, which is where I am at currently here in Hermosa Beach. And I knew nobody here, but I knew I was supposed to live here. As a matter of fact, a friend that I was going to move here with decided to back out at the very last minute. And I remember not having any fear in my body at all, but I knew that I needed to take a trip down 
to Hermosa Beach. It was during St. Patrick's Day. And while I was down here on St. Patrick's Day, I happened to run into a friend from back home. She was a flight attendant and she lived in um, Hermosa. And we were just like, what are you doing here? We were so excited to see each other because it was like what felt like a small town that I had left. And I'm coming to this big pond, big city, and to see a familiar face obviously felt really good to me. And she was like, what are you doing here? And I said, oh my gosh, I am looking for a place to live. Like my lease is up. I was supposed to move here with a friend. She backed out last minute. So I need to find a place. I need to find a roommate. I didn't have that much time. It was very quick. And she literally turned around and said, you're not going to believe this. Two of my good friends are actually looking for a roommate. They live right down the street. And she brings me to this bar where I met these two women and we exchanged information and we quickly decided to meet in person, like outside of the bar, um, to one, look at the location and to see if it was right fit. It ended up being the perfect fit. And before I know it, I was living in Redondo slash Hermosa Beach. It wasn't that long into my journey that my um, world began to change. I was definitely feeling something deep in my soul that I needed to do something drastic, but I was constantly playing it safe and I did not like change at the time. And so I was still in the dental industry and I was working at two offices for two different orthodontists, one from the same location that I had moved from uh, near the valley and then for a local orthodontist um, here in the South Bay. But I kept getting this nudge to like either go to hygiene school or completely do something different. And my then boyfriend, now husband, would remind me of, I guess, my my drive and he would see how like I was a leader and he would say I just see you owning your own business one day and I just did not see that within myself I loved going to work a couple days a week I loved getting my bonuses I loved having Friday through Monday off and I loved traveling and so I just didn't feel like I was ever going to give that up like honestly like why would I give that up I have the best hours. I live at the beach. I get to go out Thursday night through Sunday night. Like, why would I give all of that up? And, um, as you guys are probably pretty aware of your Saturn return and how that can come in and just shake you the F awake, um, that started to build. And then it got to a point to where I had nothing. I couldn't grip onto anything at that point. I went through a period of time where my body was trying to get my attention. I wasn't getting my cycles. I think I didn't have it for like six months. I was going to the doctor. They were giving me like these very scary um, stories of what could potentially happen as far as me having kids. But what was interesting was I had known that whole time through my 20s, approaching my 30s, that I didn't need to overwhelm myself 
with a timeline of getting married or having kids because I had already known. I had known since I left the Antelope Valley in my early 20s that I was going to meet my husband and start having kids in my 30s. And so I never really had that like feeling in the body that I was going to run out of time or, you know, like with a lot of women, we have like this clock that's like ticking and it's telling us and informing us that it's too late. And I I just never really had that. And so even in some of the relationships that I had gotten into, into my twenties, I knew I wasn't going to marry those people that I was dating. Like I just knew it in my bones and I might've dated some of them longer than I probably should have. Um, But I am grateful for all of those relationships because I learned a lot about myself and how emotionally unavailable I was to not only myself, but to my partners. And so I was being shown just different parts of my life that were needing to change. And I was just too scared to change until the universe was like, okay, you don't want to change. Here we go. And the universe just backhanded me and woke me up. So when I got the news from the doctor that said, you possibly can't have children, I went like, wait, what? You know? And I remember going home and just crying and just praying. And at the time, Paul, my now husband, and I weren't together. We were on a break, I guess you could say at that time. And I remember just crying and just being like, I can't believe I'm not going to have kids like this can't be true. And I remember praying and praying and praying and saying like, I will be a a good mom. I'll get my life together. I'll stop going out. I'll be more responsible. Like I will, I promise I'll be the best mom. You know, the the whole thing. And you just cry yourself to sleep. Right. And, um, not that long after I got pregnant and it was a surprise. It was a shock. I mean, I didn't find out I was pregnant until I was almost nine weeks And the only reason why I knew I was pregnant was because I had a pregnant best friend that was looking at me going, you're pregnant. But by any, like no, like no part of me ever considered that I could possibly be pregnant until she said something. And I thought maybe I should take a test. And then sure enough, I was pregnant. And so that impacted my life and it set me on this new journey And what I didn't remember then, it didn't like dawn on me until a few years later after I gotten pregnant, but after having kids, I started remembering things that I would say to my friends when I was younger. And I remember I would say to my friends, like, it doesn't matter. I'm probably not going to live past 34 or 35 anyway. And they would just look at me like I was so crazy And I can't believe I would say these things, but I would say these things in high school and in my, you know, 18, 19, 20. And I would say it with just like, not like, oh, woe is me. It was just as a matter of fact, like, oh, it doesn't matter. I probably won't be here at that age anyway. And they were like, you're so weird. I'm like, I don't know why I just said that, you know? And so when I started having my kids, I started to remember that, but I also was like, whoa, I didn't feel like I was going to like die, like physically, like leave this planet, but I felt like a part of me had to die in order for me to step into who I was meant to become. So in July of 2013, I had found out that I was pregnant with my son. And in the months leading up to that point, I just knew I was supposed to quit my job. 
and I didn't want to. Everything in my environment was telling me that it was time to go, but I was just gripping and trying to hold on to this life that felt very safe until one day I couldn't do that anymore. And my husband just told me to quit. And I was like, what? And I remember quitting and I just felt this huge sense of relief that I had never felt before. It was like something had come over me and said, you are going to be okay. Everything is going to be okay. You just have to trust. And my husband was saying the same thing to me. And at that time, it wasn't like we were financially, like we were like losing an income, you know? And so losing my income definitely would have made an impact. But even he was saying like, it's okay. We have to trust. And he would remind me that he has always seen me being my own boss and me being able to work my own schedule. And I would be like, I don't know. I don't know about that, you know? And so when we, when I quit my job, we had already had a trip planned to go to Kauai and it was for my daughter's fifth birthday. And we were on our way to Kauai and I just remember feeling so light, like so purposeful. Like I just felt like, yes, I don't, I I don't, I should be terrified right now, but just something came over me with like this warm blanket that said, you did exactly what we needed you to do. And so while I was flying there, I remember thinking, okay, but if I'm supposed to like create my own business or I'm supposed to start something that matters, I kept hearing you are going to start something that matters. It was like this little like thought that would pop into my head. You were going to start something that matters. And I remember thinking to myself, like, what could it be? Like I knew in my body that I was meant to help others. I knew it. I could feel it deep in my bones. And at that time, there were like a lot of companies that were coming like into everyone's awareness about giving back, right? Like you think of these companies, like Tom's is a good example, right? Tom's the shoe company. And actually, now that I'm saying that, hello, thank you, spirit. Um, I ended up going to a bookstore, (laughs) says the girl who never liked to read a book. Something guided me to go to the bookstore. And so I went to the bookstore and I was looking for something to inspire me, something to like get my like creative juices flowing around like being a business owner or starting a business because I knew that I was going to be doing something on my own. And I remember I had gathered a couple books and one of them I found on the bookshelf was called Start Something That Matters. And it was actually by the guy that created the Tom's. Shoot. So I remember I, I had got that book and I had brought it with me. And so when I was in Hawaii, I kind of had like that space and that freedom and nature to really drop into my heart and really start thinking about like, what do I want my life to look like moving forward? How do I want to feel? And even though I had like a lot of the logical thinking going on in my mind, logically I was like what am I doing I'm I'm pregnant like I'm pregnant I have to like nurture this baby that's gonna come and so I also had this knowing that I would have like four to five years before something would come into full fruition it was like something in my body this knowing was like you have to be here with your kids and be present and heal your body 
and everything else will be revealed over time. And of course, as I would do a control freak, as I'm, you know, in Kauai and I'm enjoying myself, but there was a lot of nap times and there was a lot of like early bedtimes. And I remember I would just be thinking in my head, like, God, just give me something, like, give me something. Let me know what it is. Just give me something. Do I go back to school? What do I do? You know, it was just like kept constantly, constantly thinking about it. it was all my brain. And I remember we had came back from this dinner and it was pretty early, but my daughter at the time, she was so tired from playing at the beach all day. And so we came back to this condo. We had this like beachfront condo. It was so beautiful, like overlooked the water. Like you could literally step out of the porch and you would be able to jump off your surfboard into the water. And I remember like my mind was just racing and she was sleeping. And I was like, you know what? I just need to turn on the TV and maybe I can watch something to distract myself. And I turn on the TV and here's this show called The Long Island Medium. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. I've never, like, what is this? And I just was like, wow, what a beautiful gift this woman has. Like, she just gets to help so many people. That is so incredible. And I kind of laugh now because I look back and I'm like, oh my God, that was spirit giving me some insight as to where I was going. I had been asking for hours and hours and hours. What am I going to do? Just give me, just give me something. And, and so now I can giggle about it. But at the time I was just so inspired. My, my heart was so wide open because I thought, wow, she's really helping people. She's really helping them heal. Like what a beautiful purpose, you know? And this show was like, it was like on one of those, um, you know, where they play them back to back and they just play like every episode. And so it was on for hours and hours and hours. And I was just watching it and watching it and watching it. I don't even think I went to bed. I think I was up all night just watching it. And I was just crying. I was like, wow, what a beautiful like exchange she gets to do with these people, you know? And I remember leaving Kauai and just being like, okay, I'm just going to remain open. And I was constantly asking questions, constantly asking questions. And then before you know it, like spirit was like bringing me books and TV shows. Like there was another show called um, The Healer with Charlie Goldstein. And I kind of laugh because the things that were coming into my awareness, like make complete sense to what I do now. But again, at the time I was like, wow, what an incredible gift this guy has. Like it just wasn't landing that that was where I was going. It was more of like, this is so inspirational. This is so beautiful. And then the shows just kept coming. It was almost like because I had opened up that doorway, like my consciousness was able to bring in. That's like, I feel like that's all I was watching. I was watching all of these shows like the Hollywood medium with Tyler Henry, the, the, um, psychic investigations. Like there was just all of these shows that I'm like, how, where are they? Oh, there was another one called mama medium. And it was like year after year after year until 2017 when I had my major awakening. And I laugh because I'm like, oh my God, my whole life I had been giving these opportunities, whether it be books, whether it be people, whether it been teachers, whether it been locations. And then all of a sudden it's like TV shows and this and that. And I'm like having these like what feels like random experiences. But now like looking back, I'm, I, I'm certain that it was all divinely guided. It was my higher self, my soul, my 
my team, God, you know, like just showing me like if you just stay present and if you just let go, this is where you are meant to be. And so I love this practice. And if you feel so called, maybe do the same. The way that I used to do it is I would grab a piece of paper and I would draw a line like horizontally and then I would create these vertical lines with years or timelines in my life where something came in and asked me to pivot or something came in and just rocked my world where I felt that divine presence of just something, right? Like something greater than me was intervening or guiding me. And I have many different timelines. I was just giving you guys some examples of my timeline with my journey, just specific to my awakening um, because someone had asked me that. But you can do these timelines with just about anything. I like to take my clients through their timelines when they're healing emotional pain in the body or physical pain in the body. And again, you can do this as much as you'd like, but it's a good reminder. It's a good check-in of understanding that, wow, I am being guided. And maybe like myself, maybe you'll begin to see that all of the pieces to the puzzle were sort of being gathered over a series of time, whether it be years, maybe it's weeks, maybe it's days, I don't know. But you can start to build the clearer picture with these puzzle pieces. And so often people will say, but I need all the details. And I was guilty of that too, but that's not the way that this works. Like we're not meant to have every piece of information. And I do think that our higher self will give us glimpses like those deja vu moments to say, hey, you're on the right track. And while I was sitting here, I wanted to pull a few cards from my Kyle Gray Angels and Ancestors deck and this beautiful card called The Warrior, which I love. I want to take a picture of it and I will post it on my Instagram. But the card reads, be fearless and stand strong. It says, don't back down. Make your opinions heard and don't settle for second best. A warrior is anyone who is ready and willing to know themselves and to do what needs to be done in order to get where they are meant to be. In this deck, the warrior embodies fierce primal love, the warrior within. The energy you can call on to protect yourself, even if you don't think you love yourself, if you are exposed to a situation that could be harmful or dangerous, the steps you take to protect yourself are in the acts of fierce love. Although the warrior in this card is surrounded by darkness, he is of the light. The warrior within is made of light and he has the capacity to shine even more brightly when facing the darkness ahead. If you are experiencing a lot of fear at this time, know that this means that whatever is going on is important to you 
Whenever you feel fear, you are on the verge of something big and perhaps a massive breakthrough that is going to really help you move forward. If you have a situation on your hands where you have to face someone or something that's been unsettling to you, know that you are being guided to call your inner warrior. Don't falter and don't be frightened because you have the energy to protect yourself now and all the time. And I love this second card that came out. It represents the spring and it says, see your seeds grow. Embrace the change that is on the horizon and allow your dreams to become reality. Spring is an exciting time because it has so much potential. Animals are coming out of hibernation and flowers are pushing up through the soil and the days are getting lighter and brighter. The spring card features a hare. Because of the Celtic animal, the medicine that the hare brings initiation and rebirth. Hares are highly fertile beings and are their medicine and so, sorry, and so their medicine can bring dreams to life. It's in these moments that I realize I need to grab my reading glasses, so I apologize. The extended message of this card says, "You are ready to bring life. I'm sorry, you are ready to bring life to all of your ideas." your inspirations and projections. When this card appears, you are moving into a space that allows you to really grow and expand and create in ways you've never done before. There are opportunities for abundance, including financial growth. And if you're starting something new, prepare for a major expansion in your life and in your soul. Again, these cards really represent what I was sharing even within my own journey. And I hope that For those of you who are listening to this episode, maybe this is a sign for you to also be patient and to trust that everything is happening at divine time and everything that you are working on right now is paving way for a very beautiful future. Thank you guys so much for joining me in this episode. It has been such a fun year. I am baffled that we are approaching the end of November. I also wanted to say thank you to those of you who reached out in regards to the November spirit messages and solar plexus activation. It always makes me smile to hear when these messages land for you. Um, I've had a handful of people reach out about their bank accounts and I'm sorry I wasn't jinxing you that was just a little wink from spirit reminding you to check your money (laughs) but please continue to share with me your thoughts your feelings and of course if you love this episode please share it with someone it's so important for my listeners to spread the word, whether they share it on Instagram or write a review on Spotify or iTunes, or just simply share with a friend who you think will resonate with. This is how our podcasts get seen and heard. It's really by word of mouth. And I am a word of mouth gal. That is how I built my entire practice, my business. And thank you so much for supporting me as always and have a good day and we'll see you again very, very soon. 
I hope you enjoyed this episode. I look forward to hearing from you. Please share your comments with me on Instagram at peoplecallmejess. Your continued support means the world to me. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Plus share this episode with a friend or loved one that you feel would benefit from today's conversation. Thank you for listening.